0: it is time once again for scope herp soccer and orlando pride podcast this is episode number 21 we are of legal drinking age now and i'm your host michael citro the founder and managing editor of mainland.com, an independent website that covers your orlando pride and also orlando city and ocb and all things soccer related in the city beautiful joining me from tallahassee florida trying to steer clear of any kind of storm path which is hard to do because you can't really move your house most people can't it's david rowe dave how you doing I, i'm good uh yeah no i i
1: am unable to move my house um hopefully i won't have to, i wouldn't even have to try uh but i am i am prepared i've done all the the good preparation things and um including since the uh per. Uh, is now of legal drinking age. I do have some, some beverages in case, you know, hurricane party, hurricane <laughs> party. Yeah. yeah. Got it covered. Got it covered. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
0: Be safe and be smart folks. Even, uh, even though you've been through a hundred of these before, you never know each one's unique. You never know mm-hmm. what can happen. So don't uh, mother nature is undefeated. So best not to lock horns. Indeed. All right. Uh, we would like to have you around for a lot longer to, uh, to enjoy our next 21 or 42 or however many shows we end up doing here at scope Urp soccer. We would love to have you along for the ride, especially we would love to have you along for the ride. If the pride continue to improve and uh, the pride Dave had a pivotal game in the playoff race against San Diego on uh, over the weekend, uh, Friday night. And we, we kind of liked Orlando's chances, but, uh, Because playing at home, playing against a good team has been a formula for success for the Pride. It's been some of the lower teams in the league have given the Pride more trouble this year. And in the regular season, the Pride have been pretty good. They come into this game on a three-game winning streak and Mm -hmm. not giving up a lot of goals. But unfortunately, Dave, in this game, two lapses on corner kicks undid the Pride. They lose 2-1, to and it started early. I mean, Orlando jumped on uh, the horse early. and looked like they were up for the fight. Julie Doyle hit the post, I think in the first or second minute and, you know, probably better off shooting for the far side, but tried to go near side. Didn't, didn't get it. Um, But it was a shot across the bow anyway, but unfortunately the first corner kick of the game for San Diego resulted in the first goal, a, a, an attempted headed clearance from Haley McCutcheon did not make it out of the box. It landed at the feet of Abby doll camper. And, she kicked it, it went in the net, it went off the bottom of the crossbar. I don't know if Anna Morehouse didn't see the ball. She certainly moved in the correct direction, uh, but her arms never went up. So I don't know what that's all about. Because if you're a goalkeeper and you don't see the ball, at least make yourself big, is my thought. But I don't know how she's being coached. But I, I would say I didn't I didn't think it was a good look, and it certainly was not fun to be behind. Seven minutes into the game.
1: No, it wasn't. It was a lot like, uh, you know, I felt Morehouse was like, you know, the, the kid in Little League practice that uh, watches the third strike rather than, you know, taking a swing at it. Um, and it was, it was disappointing. But once again, like you say, we don't know, you know, how she's being coached. We don't know what she saw or didn't mm, see. Right.
0: So, yeah, it know. just, it just is, it makes you wonder what if, because any kind of deflection at all on that ball is probably not going in. Mm -hmm. Uh, based on where it ended up. So it's tough, but you're behind the eight ball. It's one nil. Uh, But I thought Orlando played a good game overall. I thought the pride sort of had the better of the play for large passages of it. And uh, eventually, even the score was, Mm -hmm. uh, I thought, a little bit of a tough night for Marta. She was getting dispossessed. She was taking on multiple players and getting run down and losing the ball. Um, But She is Marta. She still gives you a few moments every game of that old Marta magic, and she had a really nice play at the offensive end where she, I think she had to fake her former teammate Maggie Doherty Howard out about four times before finally sending in the cross. And an inch-perfect cross because the defenders left Adriana alone thinking that they were going to head that ball away, and they did not head it away. It was just over their heads. Adriana did well to separate herself and the easiest goal she'll probably ever score.
1: Yeah, absolutely, but still a goal, uh, and you got to be at the right place at the right time to get those easy ones. So uh, even an easy one requires uh, a bit of skill or at least uh, experience. Um, excellent, you know, job by Marta to, uh, as you say, you know, go left, go right, go left, go right, go left, uh, and <laughs> finally, you know, go right and get that cross in. So, um, a good goal from the from the pride good goal by uh, Adriana and you're you know at that point you're thinking okay game on
0: and i felt like the the pride were not confident in this game i felt like they were a little maybe the maybe the moment was a little much for them maybe they weren't ready for the pressure of this game because they seemed tentative there were times that they looked like they could have run onto a ball and shot first touch mm-hmm. and they took time on the ball they allowed the defense to close in they then bang it off the shins of the player in front of them miss the net uh, there were opportunities there for I know Adriana passed up a, a shooting opportunity carry a Bello, at least one maybe two of those and, and these were opportunities to where it's a layoff you're running onto the ball just blast it at, at the target and see what happens but you once you hesitate you know San Diego is really good defenders I mean Abby Camper is the second best center back on that team. Yeah, <laughs> that tells crazy. you something. Naomi Gurma obviously is fantastic, one of the best in the in the league. They have a good goalkeeper. So you have to take as many opportunities as you can. You want volume because you know, if you put 20 shots at the net and seven of them are on target, maybe you get two to go in. And that's that's a good thing. When you get more than one goal, that's usually a good thing very much a good thing as a matter of
1: fact uh that was my uh my key uh, matchup was scoring more than one goal uh which they were unable to do which you know kind of goes against what i said to do
0: mm-hmm. yeah marta had a good opportunity shot it right at the goalkeeper um yeah it wasn't the best night for the attack coming off that five nil win i was i was hoping that some of that would continue on you know sometimes mm-hmm. you sometimes you do that you win five nil and then you turn around and lose five nil yeah. Um, but in this game, they they played well enough to win it. Played well enough to score multiple goals. They just couldn't finish chances. They were they were too tentative. They weren't moving the ball quickly enough uh, at times in the attacking third, and and that kind of just illustrates, I think, that they know they're playing a good defense. They're trying to be perfect. It's a big game, so there's a little extra pressure, and all of that can make you second guess, can make you hesitate, and it's a. Good, I think this is a good learning experience because this was an opportunity, Dave, for the team to jump over San Diego into the playoff picture and and be above the line, and that would have put all three of Orlando City's teams above the playoff line. And I don't know if that's ever been the case, but unfortunately, that was not to be because they give up a late corner. Um, I've talked about Jordan Listro on the show before. Uh, she comes back and she thinks she's doing a good thing and helping, and she you know, you know, you know how you do, you're you him back and you nip the ball away from the opposing player from behind, which is great, but she absolutely clobbered it and it went out for a corner and it was an unnecessary giveaway. I think that thing traveled about 20 yards to go out and on the ensuing corner, uh, they were not able to, um, to, to track Kira Carusa, And that was a problem because she had an easy header to put it in and put San Diego up and, um, Mariana Larroquette was nominally in charge of defending her, but uh, Caruso did a good job of, of making a run and getting inside of her and not enough was done on either of those two set pieces. It's been an ongoing problem for the pride all year. The not just this year. I mean, really since 2016, this team struggles to clear, bo- clear the box both in the run of play and on set pieces, but especially it seems like on set pieces.
1: Very much so. And uh, yeah and even though we saw I, I think they're getting better uh look with the center back pairing they have now is has potential to be you know a really great uh center back pairing um but it's still going to take some time and unfortunately in that meantime We're going to give up some goals like this especially on set pieces
0: yeah i mean defending set pieces is all about concentration and execution and I I don't know if either of those things were there on those two plays. And I I I'd have to look again. I'm pretty sure this maybe were the only two San Diego corner kicks of the game. Oh, I'd have to look. Yeah, but it's um
1: I think you're right. I think uh the pride seemed out of sorts, and I'm not sure why. Um the uh they, they didn't bring balance to the force at the uh, did
0: not on Star Wars night uh, did not do that. Uh And then down the stretch, they really weren't able to create any danger after they went behind. They were, they were not uh, San Diego had the, the lead and were able to sit back and dictate the game. And didn't matter if they threw numbers forward or not. They just weren't doing much of anything to get created, you know, to create good chances. Uh Didn't matter. They put Ali Wada and they played, you know, put some more attacking players on, not able to, to equalize and they lose the game two to one. Dave, what were our predictions for this game? Uh, well, I, I predicted two to one,
1: uh, but I predicted a win, not a loss. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you predicted a one, one draw. So we were both wrong. We were, and not in a good way. No, not in a good way. Is there, yeah, I guess there is wrong on a good way. Okay. anyway,
0: (laughs) Yeah, like a 5-0 win, we wouldn't have predicted. Right. That, that would no. have been good. Yeah, I'm tired. Yep. so the like even a draw would have been good. It would have gotten them a point closer to the line. But um, unfortunately, no, they they had a chance also to pull back to 500 on the season. They, they lose the game. They stay two points behind the last playoff spot, though, because O.L. Rain lost, and now O.L. Rain is the bottom playoff team. And guess who the pride play this weekend? I'm going to go with O.L. Reign. mundo, as the Fonz would say.
1: Nice. Uh, the Fonz, kids, was a uh, character played by Henry Wink- Winkler who... Wait, now I'm, now I'm just going down a rabbit hole. I'd have to explain who he is, too. Never mind.
0: Yeah, he's the guy from Barry. Yeah. there he is. <laughs> He's in Barry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, th- it was a, a chance to jump into a playoff spot. They'll have another chance against O.L. Reign, but I mean I think you want to take your chances at home against San Diego rather than go to OL Reign and try to win on the other side of the country uh when you don't really have a great record against OL Reign over the years uh, you're going to be facing Jess Fishlock, Megan Rapinoe, Rose Lavelle. I mean it's it's they have a ridiculous roster.
1: They uh, very much so. Um uh although you know look uh yes it was it was at home but uh you know the pride
0: did beat no rain earlier yeah that is true that is true uh was that in the time that the players were away for the um it was the match
1: yeah it was the it was the last it was july 7th it was the last match before all the uh the challenge cup Mm -hmm. matches
0: yeah so i think they uh they probably caught a break there as well as i as memory serves as they were they still have a formidable lineup. We talked about Bethany Balser and some of the other players that didn't go, uh, that were still there. They they have so much depth and so much um such a good roster and and they're well coached. It's really tough to beat them anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh kudos to Seb Hines for getting his team to do that at home. To sweep them, it's not impossible, but it certainly is a lot more difficult um than to get a result at home against a team you had never lost to until friday and that's what san diego was uh but we will have to see there i mean now that they know what those what the pressure is like in those games you know maybe they'll respond to a little bit better i'm I'm anxious to see how they respond even though they're playing uh, probably a more talented team top to bottom uh
1: almost certainly a more talented team but you know look uh the pride the pride respect the heck out of seb Hines. And they love him and they, they will, you know, they will do their best. Um, and then, you know, as, as we found out in various interviews, you know, they, they like Seb as a, as a teacher and as a coach. And, and I think he does bring out the best and is able to inspire them to play better than maybe they could, uh, or, or should. And, you know, that might be Seb might be the X factor here.
0: Seb might be the X factor. I like it. I like it. Uh, we got to pick a m- player of the match though, Dave. We haven't done that yet.
1: No, we haven't. Um, would you like to go first, us or do you want me to go
0: first? I think that I would say for me, the player of the match. That's a difficult one. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Adriana. I thought that she played, um, pretty well i think there were i don't think anybody played like a a fantastic game i know seb felt like he wasn't getting enough out of the central midfield in the first half so he changed both of his central midfielders he took off viviana via corta and um uh, carry bello and put out jordan listro and uh michaela cluff michaela cluff i thought came off on and played pretty well um i don't know if jordan is is an nwsl caliber player uh, other than maybe a depth player, mm-hmm. but uh, we and we've talked about this time and time again. She's already been uh, she's been off two rosters already uh, with from teams that could have kept her if they wanted her, and one of them was Orlando the first time, okay. and um, and she's back. So I get it. You want a different energy, um, but Seb's playing her a lot of minutes, and I don't know that I would. I, I don't. I think you play your best players. I don't think she's one of the best players. I don't know. Um... Maybe he's afraid of uh,
1: those guns that she's got, uh, you know, when she's got her sleeves rolled up. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But um, uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give it to Adriana. Also, Uh, you know, obviously the goal. um, And even though it might not have been the most impressive goal, right time, right place. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, didn't muck it up. We've seen players muck up those you know, headers and shots all the time. and She did not. So, uh, and she's, she's generally pretty dangerous, um, you know, as a player. And I think as, uh, she will become more so, um, you know, especially maybe next season. Uh, there's only so many games left this season, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it to Adriana as well.
0: I think if you go back and watch the goal, watch her movement, the subtle little move before the ball arrived was everything to me. It Mm -hmm. was, it was, I'm going to assume as an attacking player that this cross is going to find its way to me. So I need to be in the best position I can. So she tracked it in the air, saw where it was going to go and just took a took a little like a step, step and a half backward. Not only that it, does that give her more separation from her defender, but if that ball gets through, she's all on her own and she's got the perfect angle to, to direct it in. And she had no trouble with it. I, I think that little subtle movement was the difference between her and with a lot of the players in the league? A lot of the players in the league would have just stayed where they were and then might not have been in a good position when the ball did get over the last defender.
1: Right. Cause then at that point, you're, you know, if you're not making that little move, you're trying to head it more so off the top of your head rather than off your forehead. You're not able to direct it. You're not able to get as much power on it. And uh, those make scoring goals like that tougher. So, yeah. It was like I say, when you, it's a, it's a subtle thing, but if you go back and you look, it's, it's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Adriana is a unanimous player of the match from us. So congrats to you. Um, you don't really get anything. You get our acclaim. And yeah, we don't really have a, like a plaque for you or anything. <laughs> we don't have a trophy or anything. We, we're not giving you a guitar, whatever else they give away uh i think it's is it is it north carolina that gives you a beer i think it's north carolina that gives you a they, the courage to give you a beer if you win player of the match i think which makes it means everybody should be on their best behavior all the time right i mean play great you get a beer
1: uh I, that would certainly motivate me and if i tell you what if the next time i'm in orlando if i happen to see adriana i will buy her a beer as a reward for uh, earning player of the match okay. um
0: yeah as many times true. as she's wanted on this show you're gonna be poor <laughs> uh yeah yeah, yeah. she's
1: kind of quite a bit this season looking back that's okay yeah it's worth it
0: all right so the pride dave next go to ol rain we've already mentioned that a place that they have not traditionally done very well and have suffered some pretty bad beat downs over the years uh but also gotten some draws there in the past so Never know. The The main thing now is every game is important if they can, and, and the teams are stacking up right behind them too. So you, you have to get points. Mm-hmm. If it's one, at least you're keeping pace. If it's, if you somehow come home with all three points, then Hey, congrats. You're, you're now in a playoff spot, control your own destiny the rest of the way. But, um, it's, it's going to be very, very difficult for the pride. They still also play North Carolina, a team that has absolutely obliterated them. Um, it's not going to be easy, and I, I'm going. I'm writing a story about this. This it might, well, yeah, it probably already have hit the uh, the website before this show goes live. But I'm writing how the Pride have to rewrite history, Dave, if they're going to make the playoffs, because they have been absolutely horrendous after September first in the uh, in the team's history. They have had uh, a lot of struggles, and not only not only struggles to win, they've only had, they have three wins after September 1st in the history of the team. Mm -hmm. And two of them were in the 2017 season when they made the playoffs. So they've got a whole lot of history that they need to turn around and, uh, that you can read about that on our website this week. Uh, actually until our website is taken down, you can read it because we're not taking it down.
1: No, no, of course not. And, you know, interwebs are forever. Um, yeah, when you when you read this piece and you look at the numbers, they are they are striking and horrible,
0: staggering, staggering, staggering. numbers. Yes, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's absolutely. Uh, I'll just tell you here, no bueno. they, are, they are three twenty and nine after the month of August in franchise history. Two of those wins came in the playoff year of twenty seventeen, and uh, I think the other one was in twenty twenty one, if memory serves. So. No bueno. No, and also the the finishes. This team has finished the season awfully every year except twenty seventeen. Um, winless, long extended winless streaks to end the season. Now the team's got a chance to turn uh, turn the tide, and hopefully they'll be able to do that.
1: I, I, there's you know there's a chance. I'd say as they have as good of a chance of doing it this season or better than they have in say the last since probably 2017.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, Dave, we will talk about Orlando at OL rain on the other side of our break. We'll also check our mailbag box one last time to see if anybody has sent anything in and we're going to get to that right after this. And we are back, Dave. And how would you like to uh, mosey on over to the mailbag box and take a look? Well, Michael, I love the mailbag box. So let's
1: stick our head in there and see what what we find.
0: All right. So a couple of ways you can ask us anything here at Scope Soccer and Orlando Pride Podcast. One of them is to email us at themainland at gmail.com. We would love it if you would email us. That's T-H-E-M-A-N-E-L-A-N-D, themainland at gmail.com. Because you know, this, this podcast is associated with the mainland.com. That's why. That's why that's our email address. You can uh, use the hashtag askscopeurp and hit us up on Twitter at us at scoperp soccer. That's another way you can ask us anything. And the third way is you can go to the mainland.com, click on the scopeurp soccer page of that website and fill out the form and ask us anything that way. So there's a few ways you can ask us anything. And Dave, I am sad to say there's nothing in the Gmail that I am seeing. So if you sent us a Gmail, sent us an email, I should say at our Gmail account, and uh, you're going, wait, I sent you one. I ain't seeing it. So please resend. Yeah. I'm even sadder to say, Michael,
1: that I'm not finding anything in the Twitters. Now, as a uh, kind of asterisk to that, we we're having trouble with Twitter earlier uh, as we know Elon Musk is good at breaking it. Um, so if for some reason we missed it, let us know Mm -hmm. and we will happily get to it on the next show. And if, if none of that happened and nobody just asked us a question, um, you know, they were depressed after the, the loss of San Diego, whatever it is,
0: um, getting ready getting for a
1: hurricane. For, getting ready for a hurricane. We understand. Look, I'm doing the same thing. Um, but we love answering these questions so much that yeah. um yeah, just you know, let's let's pretend that something happened and that's why we didn't get any. And you guys, you know, just go ahead and get him in for next week. Yeah. There won't be a hurricane.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh all right, well. We already told you how you can get a hold of us. Get your questions in for next time. And if you did send us one that we didn't find for whatever reason, please resend and we'll be happy to answer your questions. If you also wherever you get this podcast, it would be great if you would rate and review it. Because we are we are at the mercy of the algorithm, the all-powerful algorithm. So every interaction helps. So if you rate us, you review us, even if it's not a great rating review, doesn't matter. It still helps us out. It takes very little of your time costs you nothing. It's a way that you can support the show for free.
1: You can. And as you say, we are at the mercy of algorithms. Although, let me be the first to say that I uh welcome our new algorithm overlords. Um, Suck
0: so. up. Sky, Skynet is not fooled by you. Aren't it? <laughs> All right, um, yeah. So leave us a rating and review. That'd be fantastic. We would love to hear from you. If it's a five star rating and review, and you leave it on Apple Podcasts, where we can find it so easy, we'll read it on the show, giving you full credit. And it might end up on our web page as uh, one of our testimonials from our listeners. So uh, we'd love to have your name or your, you know, your your nom de plume, your your online persona. Uh, on our website so uh, that's a way you, you can get there and uh we'd love to have you aboard so uh, please consider rating and reviewing the show it does help us we'd also would love it if you'd go to or buy me a coffee and uh, check out the different levels of support this independent endeavor we would love to have your support we'd love to have you as a member and a subscriber you get extra benefits and those benefits increase the amount your support increases it starts as low as five dollars a month and, uh, there are various perks. So go to buy slash the mainland and check it out and see if it's right for you and maybe give it a try and see how you like it. If you don't like it, you can downgrade, you can stop, you know, it's really flexible. It's really easy.
1: It is. And, you know, there are definite perks to, uh, being a member, um, which are all this there's different levels. Um, you know, obviously we all love a designated player, which is top level, but mm-hmm. we love homegrowns too. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter, uh, at what level And homegrown is only five bucks a month. I mean, you're getting at a very, the very minimum four to five newsletters that don't go out to everybody. Only our, uh, buy me coffee subscribers get this thing and there's extra content in there. And,
0: uh, honestly, I look forward to it every week. Yeah. So, uh, so check it out there. See if it's right for you. If you have any questions, email me and I'm, I'm happy to, uh, you know, to answer any questions you have about it. And, uh, and, you know, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, we all have a lot of fun. We're trying to build a community. So uh, that would be great to have you along. Another thing I would like to to say before we move on from this topic is that we do have a new member this week. And that is Matthew Waldschmidt. So uh, welcome, Matthew, uh, to our uh, subscription uh, membership. And uh, we hope you get all of the perks out of it that you could ever want. And In fact, Matthew joined at the designated player level, which means, Dave, after he's been a designated player for two months, he can commission us at no extra cost to him. He could just give us a topic and say, I would like you to do a podcast about this topic. And he can even join us for that topic if he wants.
1: That is crazy that we would allow anybody to do that.
0: Yeah. We are turning over the programming to you. If you are a designated player, you get to, you get to say, hey, how about you do a podcast on Chicago style pizza versus New York style pizza? And boom. You're going to get at least a thirty-minute discussion about that, and you can even join in for it.
1: You could be like, "I want a podcast on quantum mechanics." Yeah, and you'll get one. Yeah, it's not going to be very good or accurate. Or we'll, <laughs> accurate. There will be a lot of googling going on, but we'll mm-hmm. do it.
0: Yeah, you will get that from us, and also uh, at various levels, you can watch us do this show live even when we have guests that's that's cool so imagine being
1: able to have sat in on that julie doyle uh interview
0: yeah that's the kind of thing or or haley carter or any you know anybody that we have on you'd be able to sit in and uh, and watch the interview you could see all the times we screw up <laughs> instead of just hearing them <laughs> right <laughs> and uh, uh yeah lots of fun Yeah. So there, there are some cool benefits, and we hope that you'll take a look at them. We didn't mean to didn't mean to ramble. Sorry, uh, Dave. Let's turn our attention then since uh, we have no mailbag box to speak of. Let us talk about the pride going to play. O.L. rain this weekend. It is. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. It is. Uh, I'm not going to lie. This one is one that I'm going to be surprised if the pride can pull it off. The, uh, the Orlando pride. And OL Reign, it's not been a, a great uh, series for the Pride. They entered entered this season only 1, 6, and 7 all-time against uh, the various names, OL Reign, Reign FC, Seattle Reign, um, but did get a win at home this year. So I am telling you there's a chance. But uh, yeah, this is going to be the full-strength pretty much the full strength rain side and on the road, uh, the pride are Oh four and three in the all time series. So never one at the rain.
1: Ouch. That's, that's hurtful. Um, you know, rain have not been great as of late. Like you said, yeah, they're going to have the full squad, but they're, they've lost uh, three straight, um, And which is why they're only, you know, just sitting right above, uh, the Orlando pride in the standings. Um, Mm -hmm. so not definitely not going to be easy, but, um, I don't know. I, you know, if, if Seb is able to, you know, take that loss and, uh, turn around his motivation for the pride to go out there and, and, you know, prove that they, they should have won that. It was a fluke or, um, you know, the, the new additions, uh, continue to um give more to this pride team than than they had when they were doing this horrible challenge cup <laughs> uh,
0: um then yeah you know it's look anything
1: is possible yep. yeah
0: oh well rain sitting in sixth the final playoff spot right now uh having played 17 games that's the same number as the pride OL Reign 7 7 and 3 for 24 points. The Pride 7 9 and 1, 22 points just behind OL Rain. It makes you really angry that they gave up all those 98th, 99th, 100th minute goals this year because mm-hmm. without those, they could be um, not firmly in the playoffs, but certainly above the line. The Pride Dave just 2 5 and 1 on the road. OL Rain 5 2 and 1 at home, so uh, very symmetrical there. You would expect O.L. Reign to have the better record there. They do. O.L. Reign is plus three in the goal differential department. Pride are minus two. Uh, Goals scored very close between these two teams. We've talked about the Pride struggling to score this year. They've scored 21 goals. O.L. Reign has only scored 24. Uh, And O.L. Reign has uh, conceded 21. The Pride, 23. So again, very close. These teams statistically Match up pretty well, but um, there's some hidden outliers here. Number one, yes, you're right, uh, rain lost their last three. The game that they played against Angel City this weekend, I happened to watch, mm-hmm. they got screwed out of a penalty for an obvious handball in the box that some reason didn't get called, and uh really dominated uh, Angel City in the late going. Just couldn't find that second goal to, to pull level. So uh, not only did that um, cost the rain any points, but it allowed Angel City to close to within one point of the Pride. So it's a very, very crowded. Once you get below the line, you got the Pride on 22 points. you got Racing, Louisville, and Angel City each on 21. Houston Dash on 20. Kansas City Current on 19. The Red Star is sitting on seventeenth, so the Pride right now five points above last place uh, with, yeah. a di- with a difficult schedule ahead, uh, but only two points out. So a lot could happen. They could they could get the wooden spoon. They could get in the playoffs.
1: I was gonna say on the flip side, they're they're also only five points away from being in second place.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah. and that's that's uh. It's really unfortunate they couldn't get got at least a point against San Diego. I, I thought that they they played well enough against San Diego to earn at least a point. They kept Alex Morgan very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, frankly, in the second half of that game, it only looked like the Pride would score, or they'd give one up on the counter if they if they got too stretched. But they never really got too stretched. They just had that lapse on that. Second mm-hmm. corner kick, and that that really sunk them. So that, that's too bad. But if you look at the at the OL Reign lineup, of course, Bethany Balser has played extremely well against the Pride in years past. Five goals to lead OL rain, Jordan Heidema, another player that's uh, has been very good. Four goals for Heidema. Four goals for Veronica Latsko. And you still got to deal with Jess Fishlock. You've still got to deal with Elise Bennett. You still got to deal with Megan Rapino. I'm not sure what their uh, injury situation is. Um, wasn't able to find the time to look that up. Sophia Huerta uh, can be very dangerous crossing the ball in um, just a lot of talent, a lot of really top-notch players. And then you look at their back line is very good. A lot of cook playing back there is very good. And. I mean, they got Rose Lavelle on the team. I mean, man, what do you, how do you, they, they got Emily Sonnet. I mean, give me a break, man. <laughs> Look at that lineup. <laughs> uh,
1: you know what? I, if, if I was an OL rain supporter, I'd be really upset that with that lineup, I'm only two points above the pride.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Some of those players have, have missed time this year. There's, there, you get on the rain um, games played and there's, a, there's, there's, some players that have missed some time. Uh, Also a good goalkeeper, Fallon tell Joyce. So uh, it's going to be very difficult to go on the road, keep rain from scoring and also score against that defense. So it's a lot of play, Dave, what's your key matchup and what's your score prediction?
1: All right. um, Well, you just mentioned all of those uh, players, especially the offensive ones that, the pride are going to have to deal with on the road in a hostile environment. And, and, you know, let's, let's be real. Uh, rain, they usually have pretty good crowds, so they're going to have to deal with that as well. Um, so it's, it's simple. It's, uh, that new center back pairing that I, I mentioned, um, with Hafa and Madrill and, and them continuing to, to be good. Um, no lapses on, um, on any set pieces or anything like that. So the, the center backs dealing with, uh oil reigns attack, you know, fish locking company. That's that's where it's got to be.
0: Yeah, i I like the center back pairing, and I think that is an important matchup, but I think the defensive matchup for me that I'm gonna be watching is twofold. One, the pride fullbacks are going to have to deal with uh Huerta on the right, Rapino on the left. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous deliverers of the ball, and that's gonna be up to uh Kylie Strom and Haley McCutcheon to keep them from getting those balls into the box, uh, where the center backs will have to obviously uh, play very, very well against the attacking players, especially Bethany Balser, who is a player who is, is capable of scoring and has tortured the pride over the years. Um, and then to me, the other key matchup that's just as important is how do, whoever plays the central midfield, how do they play against just Fishlock in the attacking midfield of OL Rain. Uh, because really it's all about service. If you can if you can keep them from getting the ball to their strikers, you've got a fighting chance. And I think that's how that's how you do it. But they're coming, they're capable of coming up the middle through their attacking midfield. They're capable of getting the ball in from the wings. So it's got to be those two fullbacks. It's got to be those two central midfielders, whether it's if I'm Sam Hines. I'm either going back to Via Corta and Abello, or I'm playing Via Corta and Clough, and and uh, trying to maximize my my best central midfield. Uh, yeah, agreed. Um, I think, I think you'll see
1: Via Corta uh, no matter what. Um, I think I'd, I'd probably like to see Clough see how that you know that pairing goes out there. Um, and I don't know. It's look the, the prides defense is not horrible which is weird to say um because <laughs> <laughs> so we're not used to that um i i certainly don't want to proclaim them you know to be good yet but uh, definitely better than they have been in the past
0: yeah i'm i'm, I'm very concerned about how the fullbacks to hold up against these two uh dangerous wing players um but we'll see we'll see how it goes do you have a score prediction
1: yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be fairly positive, and I'm going to say a one-one draw because the defense does enough. Um, Messiah Bright gets on the end of one and gets a goal, but the once again the X factor is Seb Hines and his motivational speeches uh, that get the pride into the right headspace for this one.
0: It would be nice. Uh, I'm going with two-one OL Rain and. Um, i think again if if the pride play well they could still get out of there with a loss if they even if they play well so it's just history and a difficult place to play and the fact that the pressure is on and, and losing at home to san diego kind of elevates the pressure rather than lessens it even though they now know you know what those must win games are like now they've got to do that on the road against a hostile crowd and, and a, a really good team that they've really struggled against over the years they were able to win that earlier game one nil it's really hard to keep ol rain off the board uh, and it's really hard to score more than one goal against them so I, I i just see this probably not a win and it may be another late season tumble for the pride but i will say that they even if they end up with the wooden spoon i still think they're way better this year than last year
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, if you go back, um, and you've got to go all the way back to when we were talking about the Pride on the Mainland podcast, but um, y- you know, it was—I um, don't even want to say optimism. We were cautious. Let's let's be let's be absolutely honest. We were we were cautious about this team and what was going to happen. And I think that they've played above our expectations for the season. Yeah. Um, if it makes you feel any better, uh, last week. I predicted a 2-1 win, you predicted a 1-1 draw, and it was a 2-1 loss. This time, you predicted a 2-1 loss, and I predicted a 1-1 draw. So the only score, you know, if we're going to repeat those three scores, it'd have to be a 2-1 win.
0: I would take it. (laughs)
1: Because that's how things work. It's all based on our spreadsheet.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it were only that simple, we would just make the spreadsheet we want and sit back and reap the rewards. But... Nope, uh, this is going to be a difficult trip. There's no sugarcoating it. These uh, these next couple of games for the Pride are going to, I mean, I believe it will probably show that they were pretenders instead of contenders, but I would love to be wrong. Uh, they've got OL Rain on the road, come home to play North Carolina, a team that they really never seem to play well against. Mm-hmm. Go to Angel City. Angel City's playing better right now go to racing louisville these are the two teams that are 1 point behind them right now and then finish against houston dash they have not played well against houston dash in recent years although um you know the dash are are not as good as they once were so out of the next what five games three of them are against teams that they have struggled against traditionally in for over the last four or five years and two of them are teams that are, are right there neck and neck with them fighting for a playoff spot. So it, and both of those are on the road. So uh, it's going to be a difficult, difficult task. I think that the way I'm approaching this, these final five games is if they can stay above the Chicago red stars, I'm, I'm probably going to take that. Um, <laughs> right. but and anything better, obviously, obviously, I would love to see that, um, they are capable of winning any of these five games. They're also capable of losing all of them. Yeah, that
1: is, that is true. Um, like you said, regardless of what happens over these next five games and history tells us that we're not going to be happy, but, um, regardless, I, I think that this is, uh, Seb has this club going in the right direction mm-hmm. and yeah. You know, they're starting to bring in some, you know, some additional pieces as we've seen that that I think can help this club, uh, especially as they develop some of the younger players. Uh, We've had some of the younger players step up, you know, Madrill and Bright have been fantastic. And I think you're going to see more of that. Um, And look, uh, with Haley Carter in command, um, you feel pretty good about uh, the future. Seb, I think, has done, given given what uh, ingredients he has worked with, Seb has done a very good job this season.
0: Yeah, it's just a shame. You go back to the beginning of the season when they were they were struggling to find their identity. You go mm-hmm. game two, they give up a 100th minute game winning goal against Angel City. Uh, the next week, we've already heard that Pro said that the game should have ended nil nil, uh, but instead they give up a goal in the 10th minute of stoppage time on a penalty that should never been overturned, and then also give up a goal in the 17th minute of stoppage time. Uh, that game should have been one point. The angel city game should have been one point. So those are two points more that they'd have right now that puts them even with OL rain, just from those two games, that's games two and three. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, you know, it, they, they they've given up late goals in stoppage time and it's really been costly uh, this time. They only waited, they only waited till the 75th minute to have the catastrophic second goal scored against them. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a team that has a lot of fight and a lot of spirit. Would love to see a little more finishing prowess from this team. Um, there's a couple of holes in this team, and there's some definite definite depth issues at certain positions. But like you said, it's been a better season, all things considered. And like I said, even even if they don't finish out of the basement, even if they fall all the way below the Chicago Red Stars, we've seen so much improvement out of this team this year. Very much
1: so. I'm, uh, and I don't want anybody out there thinking that we're being defeatist that we're giving up. We're not. um but you know you will I, th- I think those who have listened to us for a long time will know that we we tried to be realistic about things um and also honest in our assessment,, uh, whether it's, you know, our horribly wrong predictions or our usually accurate recaps, um we, we, we try to be truthful and honest about, you know, reality mm-hmm. when it comes to the club that we are supporters of.
0: Yeah, I would much rather see this team have to play Chicago, Kansas City, <laughs> uh, yeah. some of the teams that are further down the table uh, than some of the teams that they're playing. The, the teams that they are, are left to play against are teams that they have not done well against recently or teams that have been sort of coming on and threatening to get back in the race. So they're a little bit hotter. I, I would love to be wrong. I would love to, for them to jump over OL rain this weekend and and we can drink a big glass of shut the hell up.
1: You know, uh, not that it means anything, but they've had some, you know, a lot of their wins have come against uh, teams that are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of their losses have come against teams that are not that good. But uh, you know, with nothing but big games left,
0: eh, who knows? Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I w- I would love to be wrong and and have them, like I said, buck history and change change the way they finish the season because it's been a series of bad finishes. Five points or five games without a win, seven games without a win to end seasons. They they have five games left and they're coming off a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, history suggests. No wins the rest of the way, but still got to play the games. And this is a more resilient team and a and a team with a little more trust and togetherness than we've seen in some of the recent years. So we're not writing them off. We're just telling you, we don't think they'll make the playoffs, but we definitely think they have a chance to win any of the five games remaining. This pride club has got a lot of pride. There you go. So you're saying they're aptly named. I am saying that. All right. Do you have anything else to add before we get out of here, Dave?
1: Uh, just everybody be safe, uh, you know, with this uh, hurricane coming. Um, as Michael has mentioned, you never know. Uh, you might've been through a hundred of them, but it's, it's, it's the one that you, you don't prepare for that gets you. So uh, everybody be safe, um, you know, and just uh, that way we can all reconvene next week and everybody can be healthy and happy.
0: Yeah. Well said yeah, good luck with the storm everybody and hopefully everybody takes precautions and doesn't take any unnecessary chances. Mother nature is undefeated. Yes. All right. We'll be back next week to break down the OL rain game to get ready for the North Carolina courage yet again. Seems like played the courage a lot this year because of the challenge cup. Right. Um, and uh, of course we'll keep you up to date on any new news that uh, comes down the pike on all things Orlando pride related. So thanks for listening. Make sure you go to the mainland.com and read our pride coverage there. Uh, make sure you're subscribed and download the show all the time. And, and uh, f- please share it with your pride friends, your, your pride loving friends uh, so they can enjoy it as well. Follow Dave on Twitter at mainland Dave, follow me at mainland Michael and follow the mainland at the mainland. The word Main is spelled M-A-N-E like a lion's mane. all those instances. And please follow this show at Soccer on Twitter. It is our only show that has its own dedicated Twitter feed. How special is that? Yeah. We'd love to have you along for the ride. We'd love to have your support. We'd love to build an Orlando pride community uh, w- within the mainland framework. So uh, we'd love to have you go to our buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland page. See if any of those uh, levels of support are right for you. And please support this independent endeavor with your subscriptions and you will get extra stuff for it. The more you uh, support us, the more you get. So check that out. Leave us five-star rating and review. Send us uh, your ask us anything questions, all of the things. But we are going to get out of here and call it a day and uh, put a bow on episode 21. And so we'll do the thing we always do at the end, Dave. And that is to say, go pride, scope herp.